You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 199.5th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, this is Matt, being the role of Tim tonight in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Tim, unfortunately, can't be here tonight. Uh, he Normally, we'd make a lot of fun of him for dodging uh dodging out of the show but unfortunately he has a pretty good excuse so we're yeah, gonna let him have rude, this one it's a good one yeah it should especially be... would have been t- the 200th but we're we're doing yeah. a sub so sub you know podcast this week so that um tim can be back we're, for the official 200th even though if you're counting at yeah. home this is we're like fudging the, the rules just yeah. a little bit to let him slide in under the wire for episode 200 because I don't think we couldn't do it an episode 200 without him. So, um, but, but we have exciting news because we do have, uh, what was going to be a special guest, uh, on the show who has now become our third host in, in lieu of Tim. We have, uh, Abby Mickey on the show in Boulder, Colorado, Yay. in Boulder, Colorado. I oh, guess. Good. We're, 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 we're covering more ground tonight then. Yeah. Lots more ground is covered. Yeah. That's good. And altitude. Usually we're at such a low altitude. Generally, I am so. at a high altitude. This is good. true. That's good. I don't think we've ever had altitude on the podcast. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> yeah. Have you nice. ever had a girl on the podcast? Yes. We have. Okay. Only we, once, we had, though. Yeah, we had Mo Bruno Roy on the show uh, a long time ago, actually. Long one of our ago. first guests. Cool. Yeah, we try, but not... Not well enough. So that's yeah. that's part of why you're here. Is uh, uh, we're hoping that you'll come back, um, and you know, give us some information on what's going on in women's cycling, um, from a little more educated point of view than ours. Uh, as best as we try, um, we are not experts. So, little guy, what what's going on? Um, I don't know how we start the show because Tim usually yammers on about something goofy. Uh, well, usually we talk about something off topic uh maybe abby wants to tell us a little bit about herself oh dear for all our listeners that don't don't know much about you like what do you do so i ride professionally for rally cycling uh pro continental well the men's team is pro continental for women there's uci or not uci but we are uci so Um, and so I ride for them. And then on the side, I have a podcast about women's cycling called the Vox Women Insider Powered by Canyon. Love the long name. Um, (laughs) and it's every two weeks and we talk about women's cycling. So if you, if you're not annoyed by my voice yet, you can check that out. (laughs) I had, there's British accents on that one. So, Oh, nice. Nice. I've got that up on you guys. The, the accent, you know, it's classy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The accents, like people really like them. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. 
Well, so I think me. our listeners enjoy an annoying voice. Spencer yeah, and Tim, if they've made it through 200, it, so. you know, I think you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I saw the ra- the rally uh, car in downtown Minneapolis today because whatever the guy who runs... Whole, yeah, that's the like whole our system. headquarters. Headquarters, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, then, I see the car all around town all the time. And I always want to like go up and like tap on the window and try to get a bottle or something, but I've never done it. You should totally <laughs> do it. Uh, I don't know like what would happen, but hopefully I get I mean it like what's the worst that could happen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For Probably if, they, if they don't give you a bottle, they'll at least give you like a cliff bar because we've got like a bajillion cliff bars stuffed in the side of all the doors of all the cars. And oh, there's nice. like, there's got to be like twelve rally cars randomly placed throughout the United States, so full of cliff bars. <laughs> so if you ever see a rally car anywhere Excellent. in the United States and you're and you're hungry, there will just be go cliff up, bars. Tap on the window, maybe you'll get a cliff bar. But there will be no nut nice. butter filled cliff bars because the riders ah. have cleaned those out. Oh, well, that that makes perfect sense. <laughs> like those by team camp ones. already, they're gone. So it's just like cookies and cream now for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, like the the like original Cliff Bar ones, the like chocolate brownie that if you mm-hmm. like put them in a backpack and forget and try to eat it two weeks later, it's like rock solid. But is it, see, it feels like y'all should have been more strategic because come summer, those ones just are a melty, melty mess. This is maybe true. This is true. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I can understand the impulse to just go for the nut butter ones, but they've actually just came out with the these like new ones that are called Rika, and they're like it's like a healthy date bar type thing, but filled with nut butter, and they are amazing. So we just got a new <laughs> shipment of those, so the nut butter ones are safe. But like at team camp, <laughs> at team camp, there was like an allotment, like okay, one nut butter per rider for this Ration. ride. Yeah. <laughs> and, if you like pull the second one out of your pocket, everyone was like, "Where did you get that?" I go, "I brought it home." Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I bought it, it at the gas station stop. Yeah. Sure, it didn't sure. turn into like a, a whoever wins the town line sprint gets the extra nut butter one for oh, the next yeah. day. Kind yeah, of exactly. thing. That's motivation. Oh <laughs> uh, nice. yeah. Um, oh, so that's... we do have uh, we do have a couple of uh, uh, listener uh, questions inquiries for you that were sent in for me. Um, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of excitement around uh, your appearance on the show. I so, got at least 10 um, new followers on Twitter. Oh, that's nice. good. But Phil Gaiman tweeted about weight. me the day before, and I got like 30 from that. So, <laughs> yeah. Tim's going to be so, so mad about hearing that. We're <laughs> one third as popular. Anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, the first question we had uh, sounds very important. Um, how many cats is too many? Uh, the number of cats that you should own is similar to the number of bicycles you should own and plus one i'm gonna disagree my mom is a crazy cat lady (laughs) it gets bad let me tell you you know i think at around 12 it's it's really bad i think two cats is enough i really think i think three cats is like that's you're almost getting you're almost pushing the envelope there but if you've got like Mm. if you have three cats fine it also depends like i don't want to stereotype but it kind of depends if you're single or like if you have a partner because if you have if you're single and you have three cats i feel like that's okay but if you have like a significant other and you have like five cats i think that that's like how would you You distribute your love 
equally. I just don't know. Oh, I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna go opposite. That nope. it would be. It would be s- just a sadder situation all alone. Five cats so- as opposed to two people sharing <laughs> sharing the love between five cats. No, I think well, that here's- if we had five cats, I would. Tom's would be like, "Why don't you feed me as well as these cats?" I really. Oh my God, there's a cat. I love cats. <laughs> <laughs> little cat so, cameo there for the, the visual part of the podcast oh man here's my dilemma is is we currently have two cats um and i would like to get a third they're both alex's cats before we moved in together and i moved to boston and I, without a cat mm-hmm. uh, i left it at my folks house and um i would like to have one of my own and and add a third cat to the house and i feel like we could totally be like, well, two are Alex's and one was Spencer's, and and now mm-hmm. there's three cats here. But really, that's not what happened. Yeah. We didn't merge all the cats together. I just want to add another one. Is that legal? Um, I think it's okay. But the problem that you might run into is that the two cats already have established territory, and as they already are buddies, like they might gang up on the new one. They're not really buddies. Well, oh, well then you might of, have a divide kinda... and conquer sort of situation. Yeah. Oh, that's something I didn't even think about. If you have three cats, like what are what are the odds that two of them would then beat up on the third one all the yeah. time? Yeah. And like that would just be a horrible situation. It's like three yeah. siblings. They're they're it's always two against one. It doesn't matter like who's on what side, but it's always two against one. That's yeah. Pretty much how this podcast is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah it's, it's good for podcasts bad for cat situations that's yeah. the, the so, verdict so the the second question we had uh w- which is an interesting one i guess uh me and little guy could probably uh field our answers as well but uh what's the best riding in the world um ooh, i that is a really tough question because i love the riding in boulder is good but the and the riding in girona is really good but i was recently in sierra nevada for an altitude camp and although the weather was awful the riding in like around granada was just out of this world like everything was gorgeous Mm -hmm. all the rides were like you know climby climbing is fun but there was also flat stuff and like it was so pretty um at the same time if you don't want to go all the way to spain riding around like uh norcal area is really really nice like um mm. santa rosa area it's it's a little That's got a little nice. bit of a burn at the moment but um <laughs> it'll be green again in like a year hopefully and like king's ridge and stuff that it's a really nice riding the riding in la mm-hmm. is actually not too bad either yeah I, I so there's a reason that. sierra nevada is so popular beyond just the altitude that's why I constantly hear about pros going there for the altitude camps. It's super cheap. Oh, really? And <laughs> so it's just all these teams. Yeah. Super cheap um, too. Like for example, when Tom's and I were there, there was like Larry Warbass was there. Uh, there was a bunch of a bunch like Mitchelton Scott guys were there and stuff, oh. and they were all saying they they go there because there's a Olympic training center like up oh, at the really? top of Sierra, Sierra Nevada. It's like hmm. mega cheap to stay at and <laughs> like mega cheap because we got there and we like were in this room and the door, the window wouldn't close and it was like howling winds and snowing <laughs> and the window wouldn't close and Tom's and I were getting up like every hour to try to barricade the window. And then they like, 
he went down to the front desk and they were like, it's a Wednesday, it's a holiday, we can't fix it. Wait, Wednesday's a holiday? No, it's Um, Spain. Anyway, so it's... So so when I hear about riders going there, I I shouldn't be jealous. I should be partially jealous, but not... It's not like a luxurious lifestyle. It is the... Well, it is fun oh, but okay. not in like a oh my gosh i'm staying in this great apartment and i'm mm-hmm. riding my bike and everything it's like i just got home from a five-hour ride in the pouring rain and there's a foot of snow in my room wow mm. but and you get a, really fast afterwards though i mean like tom's had a pretty good belt to Catalonia, yeah. so yeah yeah all right. Um, yeah. There you go. You either get sick or you get fast. <laughs> yeah, you ride that thin, thin edge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. But yeah, LA right. riding is probably my second. Maybe. And then you can just get sick from the smog as opposed to like the cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was riding in LA one time, I saw Selena Gomez. That was pretty cool. That's. <laughs> oh. Well, let's see. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big plus. She was standing Get to on the side star of the road. sightings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a big plus. I was with Alexis Ryan, and I was like, "Holy crap, was that Selena Gomez?" And she was like, "I think so." And I was anyway. So, so LA is cool. <laughs> Next question. Nice. Uh, the the last one, <clears throat> and potentially the most contentious, um, and. Afterwards, I don't know if you can uh, if you can pinpoint who who sent these questions in, but um, <laughs> the last one is uh, sweaters or onesies. Oh, that's super tough. Did Tom's ask that question? <laughs> he yeah. he yes, ding ding ding. He has actually asked all three of these questions. Did he really? <laughs> yes, yeah. he really did. That's hilarious. Um, because I actually today wore one piece of the sweater over it. Oh, so. doubling up! <laughs> Don't have to choose. So I would Smart. say, hey, like, it depends on the weather, but it, you can really not go wrong with just both. Yeah, excellent. Doubt, that's 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 a solid answer. <laughs> I was like, All who's right. asking questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We 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 sent secret DMs to to Tom's to try and get some insider information. Um, to kick this off the so, cat uh, question makes so much more sense because he because the time change because he's in spain so he goes to bed around like 2 p.m and wakes up to like at least 10 cat videos oh nice <laughs> every day all right i'm just that's perfect. gotta make a note here on my my training schedule cat videos yeah <laughs> See, yeah, that's the one thing I've been missing that and the five-hour rides but i think yeah, leave, if i add the leave. cat videos and the five-hour rides i'm gonna get fit again yeah and leave your windows open just a little bit little ah, crack the windows okay got it <laughs> yep yeah yep we're, we're figuring this out um so did we all watch uh the the bike race the perry roubaix yes yes okay do we want to talk about what happened because people do like hearing about our uh our bike racing yeah takes i guess uh yeah i think we should definitely start with obviously the the bad news with uh, Michael, I think it's Goulerts, who passed away uh, from a cardiac arrest midway through the race. Obviously, a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, I don't really know what else to say other than, obviously, yeah. thoughts with the family, team, everybody. Um, yeah, can't can't really can't really imagine how how that is for all them. Yeah, that's uh, that's no good, and we do. Uh, 
we do make a lot of fun of uh, of, of of the team um, because Wout is on it, and That's we make true. fun of uh, does he even have teammates? And of course he does, and we know that. And now now one is is has had this tragedy, and the team is dealing with it. And that uh, you know we're not gonna make light of that. Uh, yeah. Everybody, sh- I think, uh, is is you know realizes that that is all in good fun. Um, and uh, but yeah, that that was a bummer. A bummer to find out after the race that that's that's what happened. I while watching the race said I tuned in after that incident, so I didn't didn't see it happen. Didn't know exactly yeah, didn't what either. was going on. Was just kind of seeing blips uh, coming across the Twitter feed and stuff. Um, but uh, as far as the actual racing goes, um, we had a pretty decent Perry Roubaix. I gotta say, I, it was a real. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, I, you two surprised that the Diller made it from the break and lasted with Sagan because that blew me away. I didn't think there was any chance he would he would stick on Sagan to the end like that. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. I thought that um, there was another guy in the break, Gatis Smokulis, going in oh, with yeah. the name pronunciations, Yeah, um, who's crazy strong. So I actually thought he was going to be the one to like make it to the end with whatever whatever configuration of finishing group there was um so mm. i was super strong to, or super surprised to see dillier in the end yeah i mean I it was awesome he, though like he was yeah yeah it was cool he's like he's had good rides and good results he just like wasn't a rider i thought would be there at the finish of perry roubaix yeah um, you know so Hats off to him. Obviously, Sagan with the big victory, um, which you know, not not like we expected it, but like I feel like when Sagan does something huge like that, you're kind of like, yeah, of course, because he's Peter Sagan. Um, whereas I, then I'm like, end up rooting more for the, for the person who finished the second because I'm like, I can't believe you're with Sagan still when he's crushing and he everybody. Like, he like crashed in Strade and broke his finger, Dillian. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. He was fresh. Huh. He was mega fresh. Well, so, and that that was the thing I wanted to talk about is, so we had, like, two years ago, Matty Heyman crashed early in, in, in the classic season and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, famously rode, rode the Zwift a lot and stuff, but was fresh. <laughs> and then, and then uh, you know, I just feel like lately, more and more, I think riders should crash and hurt themselves like a month <laughs> or two out to the big event they want to do well in. And then, because it's the only way to keep themselves from training too much, it seems. And then they show up fresh <laughs> and, and like, he just bare, you know, he just, did, he had done like one race or something. Uh, he hadn't raced much, right? Obviously between Strada Bianca. So like he, and he just, you know, made the cut for the team and sort of thing. And then he's super fresh and he, and he makes it to the Velodrome of Sagan. So I, there's something to be said for rest. I think also yeah. it's like if you crash and especially this time of year, because on the movement side and the men's side, it's very like racing heavy and it's, and it's, yeah. it's, it's really exciting races. People are tuning in to watch versus like later on in the summer, people kind of get bored. And by the yeah. time like Lombardy runs a Lombardia or whatever rolls around, mm-hmm. it's a monument, but people don't really, they're over it by then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like Which if you, yeah, if you're out like this early in the year and you're able to come back like for this time of year, you've got just extra motivation and extra fire in your belly. I think De- it definitely worked for him. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a great ride. Hats off to him. Um, obviously, Terpstra pulling up third. Kind of so also yeah, to here, be expected. Here's the thing. Terpster on third, quick step on the podium. Did did quick step mess up? Did yes. they do bad? Because yes. they sh- I, we all thought they were going to win. They still got a podium, which is good, but... Yeah. Man, they didn't really ride as a team <laughs> this time. It seemed like they all they rode as, I don't want to be the teammate this time. We've only got one of these left <laughs> on the cobbles. You know how um, you guys like don't like playing Matthews? Yes, well, I, I do know that. Didn't. I've never heard of such a thing. I don't like Termstra. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, okay. I'm I'm coming around to him. I I, I understand the feeling. I just think he's he 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 knows his place. He knows what he's good at, and he does it. And but you know maybe you know more than I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't. Okay. Yeah. When we there's something about we got him. our 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 press passes when we went to uh, Richmond uh, for Worlds, and I I tried to talk to the the Dutch team. They were in the little minivan and um, Terpster didn't, he just ignored me completely, but he's a very handsome man. Oh um, yeah, in person he's. But I, I did get to talk to Dumoulin very briefly, but he didn't want to talk to me, but he did. Yeah. He was nice about it. So, and, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a, uh, I don't know, something to this. Did you guys see the picture of Terpster pinching Peter Sagan's wheels after the race? Yes, that, that was, was amazing. Hilarious. I heard you. No, He's checking great. the tire pressures, little guy. He had to. He yeah. had to know. He was eating hey. him inside from the inside. But the look on his face was the best part of the whole picture. <laughs> oh, I gotta find this picture. I saw Tim mention something about that, and it's like I've got to know. Yeah, I want to see that. That's great. We, I totally understand. We it like, out. you can find it. I I would want to know i mean it's like the beginning of a cross race i'm always feeling people's tires i can't i can't help myself i want to know if they know something i don't know Mm -hmm. um man what else happened in peru bay i feel like so much happened yeah taylor finney that's right that was a great ride oh my god i had him that was that was the best part of peru bay (laughs) it was very good i had him picked for my 16th place and i got a lot of crap uh, from people for that saying uh, he's gonna finish like a hundredth, and look at that. Yeah, he did it. No, I'm I'm I mean, super like, happy for him. I totally halfway, doubted him halfway to succeed. Yeah, so yeah, he, he kind of screwed me over. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm still happy for him. Yep. There no, was I'm a he's turned around. Um, after Kashia Cass- Niandoma won Strada Bianchi, they asked her in the press conference, "Does dating Taylor Finney make a difference in your training?" So I would like to <laughs> submit Ask the same it. question to Taylor. <laughs> it seems like it does. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, it well, seems like uh, something's rubbing off on him there. Well, so. man, they better stay together because it's working. No pressure, guys. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. But you know, look at the result sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> well, we got to give it up. Sixteenth uh, place. And I'm gonna try this. And I'm really mad that Philip Gilbert screwed up and got Oof. 15th because yeah. that's super easy. I can, I've said yeah. that a million times. Even Damien Cole probably... was easy too. Yeah, I didn't because so. But Amand Grundal Jansen. Yes, maybe not as hard as I thought. Jansen. Okay. It would be Jansen. Jansen. Is he Norwegian? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what he is? Okay. So that's not the worst I've ever done. 
16th place. I don't know who he is, but good job. <laughs> we can look for him next year. He's definitely going to be, you know, if he follows the tradition of 16th place, he's going to be crushing it uh, within the top five uh, next year at one of these yeah. classics. So Hey, he was... He was uh he was fourth in Shaw Cells last year, so you know look at that. Oh, that's a good race. That's a great race too. He he likes yeah. the Paris-Roubaix and Paris-Roubaix-esque races. Yeah. Um, well, he's on an upward trajectory. Yeah. So, so you you guys want to hear my um my sort of uh, I was thinking of this as like my, my it's like my super baseball fact, but it's it's about it's about cycling. This is the sort of thing okay. that if you're watching the World Series. In the seventh inning, when stuff got slow, Joe Buck would pull out this fact that you're just like, how did those dots get connected that fast? Um, this, is my, this is my stupid I'm fact. Ready. Okay, so we've had three monuments this year, right? Uh, uh-huh. You know, Milan Center, Emma Flanders, Perry Bay. Um, each of them has been won by a rider who's previously won a monument. Each of the second place riders, so Ewan F- Mads in uh, Flanders, and Dillier in Perry Bay, each of them has never been on a podium of a monument before. And then um, the third place rider in each of the races is a rider who's previously won that race. So Damar hmm. had previously won Milan San Remo, Gilbert had previously won Flanders, and Terpstra had previously run Perry Roubaix. Isn't that wow. weird? That is a fun fact. Yeah, that's a total <laughs> stupid fact, right? <laughs> so, um, I haven't crunched the numbers yet to figure out, but I'm thinking with this system, I can come up with maybe like once I see the start sheet for Liège, like by next week, hopefully, um, I can crunch the numbers and have the permutations at least a first and third of of, of possible winners mm-hmm. and third places, and then second place is a total scramble of the rest of the riders in the race. So I'm gonna I'm gonna crunch some numbers for next week and have try to have some. Um, stupid predictions and we'll see what about, if it's what about true. 16th has 16th have any like uh, same like as a returning rider or anything mm, i have not i have not dug into 16th i'll make a note we'll, to dig in yeah we'll have to get our intern on that <laughs> yeah our intern is his name chad i don't remember what our intern's name is his his name was mark because oh, his name somebody was mark. somebody wrote an email to us uh, to tim spencer and mark and so that was that yeah, was how yeah. the intern was born. <laughs> Forget about that. Well, I think this was one of the better Perry Bays in the last few years. Um, yeah, I don't know, you guys. Especially, it was I think, great, uh, especially because Sagan went long after all the crap Boone and gave him midweek. I thought that was kind of a nice touch. Do you guys see Sagan's uh, Instagram post? No. He posted a picture of after he'd won Worlds, uh, walking back across the line. He high he was high fiving oh, yeah. Boonin, and he had like it was like yeah. a heart or something. That was hilarious. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I, I, I like it. That's good. Sagan is awesome. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's he a character. Great. Yeah, he's great for the sport, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's come a long way since his butt butt pinching days. Yes, he has come a long, long way. <laughs> it's true i mean it's a, when me and spencer got to go to his press conference at worlds in 2015 after he high-fived boonin and even then he seemed just like a totally different guy he spent a lot of that press conference talking about like the refugee crisis in europe you know so yeah. it was very much like oh wow this, this is very different than the guy <laughs> who was yeah pinching 
uh, podium but, presenters a few years earlier, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, do we have, uh, do we want to talk about the races that are coming up? Uh, Ardennes Classics, little guy? Yeah. You got. We got that one on Wednesday that I can't pronounce. Well, uh, you're going to have to give it a shot. Uh, what is it? That's the, what the people pay the money for, little guy. I can't trying to find. Oh, it's the De Brabantse No, gosh. Oh, how is that? Come on. How would you pronounce it? Um. <laughs> oh, you're throwing a bunch of shade uh-huh. there, but now it seems a little yeah, hard no, to pronounce. Yeah, no, I can't do it either. It? Uh, oh, Brabant? Brabant? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, it it's one of the more mouthful races on the calendar. It's tomorrow the eleventh, so this podcast will maybe come out right about the time the race happened or has already happened. So hopefully you watched it because it's a fun little midweek race um, that will get you ready for Amstel this weekend. Which I know Spencer, you and Tim always kind of poo poo as not yeah. being as interesting as the other uh hilly classics but i think it's a fun race and they changed the finish this year so there's supposedly um at least in the men's race i'm not sure if they did this for the women's race too if it has i'm assuming it has the same finish i don't know mm-hmm. why they wouldn't have the same finish but there's the coburg and then there's going to be some sort of small descent onto a smaller road and then a little farther to the finish as opposed to the climb and then that like huge wide open drag that they had the last couple years or last year or something um hmm. so i'm excited a new finish they keep changing this race like every year but it's a dutch race so you get to see lots of tall people on the side of the road and a lot of windmills and so it's pretty to look at and clogs they wear clogs yeah they got clogs too <laughs> perfect that's a good point um Okay, do you think we're going to see like a uh, a dominant performance from anybody through these uh, Amstel, Liege, Fletch, like well, a Valverde is... uh, redo? Yeah, obviously Valverde will win Fletch and Liege and Gilbert will win uh, Amstel because Gilbert's won Amstel four times and and yeah, Valverde. Yeah, okay. he's Valverde. I, I will admit right now I know nothing about the women's race, so maybe... One of you knows something. About <laughs> 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 I I will not be of much help for, for the women's so Amstel. There's a, there's a women's Amstel and a women's Fletch, right? Uh, not and Liege, Brass on Liege. Yep. Yeah, oh, there yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, we have all three yeah, all races. Um, awesome. And the one tomorrow that's unpronounceable as yeah, well. Yeah, totally unpronounceable. But that one's not a world tour race. So the Amstel, Fletch, and uh, Liege, Brass on Liege are all world tour races and actually last year it was the same podium for every single race um oh, yeah it was <laughs> yeah this right. is when it was right. anna van der Bregen <laughs> and then lizzie dagnan and then cassia neodoma was like the same exact podium for all three yeah oh my god you're totally right I, yeah. yeah and so do you think that'll happen again because no, i don't see how there's any way not that's possible because <laughs> lizzie's pregnant so she's not yep. racing um, <laughs> what but, uh, what a complainer! I mean, come on. I mean, unfortunately, I think that well, not unfortunately, but just because it's it's too predictable. I think Anna Vanderbregen has a pretty good shot at going yeah for the hat trick again. Um, mm. I mean, like, so they just raced the Healthy Aging Tour uh, 
and the Bulls Dolman's team went one, two, three, four on the GC. <laughs> Ouch. So, well, uh, okay. With Amy Peters winning the overall, um, so I think that the the Bulls is pretty unstoppable at the moment. Yeah. They they really mm. know exactly when to time it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's pretty dominant. That's so how do you think about this like so I feel like when things like that happen in the women's pro peloton, people are like, Yeah, that's crazy. But when that happens in the men's peloton, it's like immediately to the everybody's doped accusations. Yeah. Does we, that do you do you hear that. some of that in the in the in the no. women's or am I just not hearing it? No, because most of the women don't get paid enough to be able to buy drugs. Yeah. <laughs> afford it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But, I mean, like, obviously, there's, there's like, rumors and gossip, and but, like, you can't really yeah. believe any of it. And I don't think that there's anyone really, like, I mean, especially not, if you hear, like, oh, the whole Sky team is doping. <laughs> um, right. But I don't think anyone would think that Bulls, I think that Bulls is just, they're really, they're the they're the team that has the most money, so they can afford to hire the best yeah. riders. And then those riders, like they're really professional. They ride well together. They like for Flanders. I mean, did you guys watch the women's Flanders at all? I, I don't think not. you did. Yeah, no. I saw. I saw like the last twenty k. Yeah, they enough. were like. I mean, Anna Vandenbregen won solo, but it was there was <laughs> like four bulls riders in the chase. Of the seven, mm-hmm. the two groups. So even if you know Anna wasn't off the front, they still would have won. So yeah. I don't know. It is crazy that they're so dominant. I think that Sunweb will give them a run for their money, especially at Amstel, because uh, that's basically a hometown race for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. Like the Americans who live, who ride for Sunweb, who live like really, really close to the course, basically know the course by heart because they ride it all the time and they just had a team Mm. camp and they like literally just rode laps of amstel (laughs) for like days hey like so the director's like hey no pressure but guess what the next team camp is we're just gonna ride (laughs) the course of this race like for five days in a row so no pressure at the next race or anything but i would say like ellen van dyke has a pretty good shot at winning amstel Nice. She okay. was fifth in the healthy aging tour behind all four Bulls riders. <laughs> so if she can knock off those Bulls Dolman's riders. She's climbing really well this year, actually, because she's not a little human. Like, she is, she's a unit. So seeing her get over, like, all the climbs at Flanders was like, holy moly, girl. Yeah. Killing it. Obviously, I nice. want Cassia to win everything because she's my favorite, but... I don't know. And what about Lisa Klein? Because her last name's Klein. Yeah, that, that is hilarious. I doubt she's ever even <laughs> heard of a Klein bike. <laughs> uh, you're probably right. I just looked at her pro cycling page. She's 21, so the company hasn't probably really existed very much since she's been alive. So yeah, I don't probably. think she's on the start list. She is no, not is on she? the start okay. list. Uh, dang. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm just like I'm rooting for her just because of the name. <laughs> I mean, it's a very stupid <laughs> reason, but there, yeah. So that's fine. you gotta start somewhere. I like Bob Jungles because he's Bob of the Jungle. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's not just because of the hair. Oh my god! Oh my hair. god, he's got gorgeous hair. I was it's telling Tom, like I'm so sorry, babe, but I really just like I follow him. 
He's the only <laughs> writer I follow who I don't know personally because he's gorgeous. And I was just like, okay. I don't care. I can't get my hair to do that. I'm like, he's I mean, like, how should I cut my hair? Can't. I'm like, just look at Bob Youngle's Instagram. Bob. Cut it like that. He's like, no. <laughs> It has to spend just so much money on product. It's got to be outrageous. So anyone else that we should, any names that we should be watching out for, you know, as, as, as amateur uh, women's Peloton followers, you know, we, we know, we know the, the big names, we know Chantel Black, we know Megan Gagne, um, you know, is there any, who's a dark horse uh, besides Ellen, that uh, that could sneak up and have a, a big result at any one of these races that are coming up. Um, Ashley Moulman Passio is a, she had a really strong mm. ride at Flanders, and she is a phenomenal climber. So going into the Ardennes, I think she's definitely going to be a rider to watch. I think um, Cassia, like she's after getting third in all three of them last year. She moved teams. She's got way better support this year on her new team. Pauline Frampervo is kind of coming around. So I think as far as like, um, oh, and Alexis Ryan is doing those races and Alexis is on fire this year. So I think Cassia is going to have like a ton of support. So I think like Mm. besides the entire Bulls Dolmans team to watch, I would also add Ashley Molman Passio. So she rides for Cervelo Bigla. Um, Ellen Van Dyke for Sunweb and Kashi Niwadoma for Canyon Sram. Okay. okay. I mean, Annemiek Van Vluten is always kind of a writer to watch, but yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. First. <laughs> <laughs> We've got plenty of those <laughs> on the men's side. So, you know. yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, we need to take a quick break, go to our preem lap and, uh, we'll be back with some more, uh, cycling info uh, after that. So here we go. Hey, this is Mo Bruno Roy, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Spencer, who are we riding for today? Uh, little guy, this week we are riding for Health IQ. Uh, I know you them. should know that. Yeah, because we yeah. ride for them pretty much every single week for the entire existence of uh, the Wide Angle Podium Network, which we're a part of. It's a good preem. Um, if you don't know for some reason about Health IQ, uh, they are a life insurance company uh, that celebrates the health conscious, including cyclists. And you can check them out at healthiq.com slash slow ride to learn more and get a free quote. Um, you can check out their life insurance FAQ page uh, if you don't know what life insurance is or why you need it. Um, it will answer a lot of questions that you have. But um, essentially what you can do is just show them how healthy you are. Show them that you know what you're talking about as far as taking care of yourself and you can earn discounts on what you would pay for your premium for life insurance. So if you're riding your bike 50 miles a week, which is most of us can probably knock that out in just our commute uh, to and from work, um, you know, you're going to save 4% right there. And if you give them your Strava files, you can save more right there. If you score elite on the uh, cycling quiz that they have on the website, then you save even more. And all this stuff stacks up and uh, you can end up saving a ton of money 
over uh, over the course of the year. So Health IQ, they're a big supporter of our show and our network, all the shows on the network. So uh, do us a favor, check them out, do yourself a favor, save some money, healthiq.com slash slow ride. Now you think if I tell them I'm watching more cat videos, because that's what the pros do I hear, you think yeah. that's going to help bump up my my rating, maybe get me a lower rate? At least 10 a day. Do you think yeah, you can handle that day. sort of quantity? If, that's a lot of volume. Maybe I'll just do lot of three really good ones. The key try. is to just like look at all the little ones on Instagram because then you can just plow through like a bajillion. <laughs> ah, all right, all right. See, that's the pro tip. Pro tip. Heard it here first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. Um so we also uh, we also are in this pre lap for uh, Wide Angle Podium. That is the network that we are part of, along with a bunch of other great shows uh, like The Consummate Athlete uh, by Molly Herford or uh, We Got to Hang Out um, out of Portland, um, Crosshairs Radio, uh, Bike Shop CX, a ton of great shows on Wide Angle Podium. You can check them all out, wideanglepodium.com. Uh, to see what's what's new there. You can download the app on the iTunes App Store or the Android App Store and uh, stay up to date. Um, and, uh, you know, we just want to say thanks to Wide Angle Podium. We want to say thanks to all the donors of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Uh, they make this all possible. Um, you know, there wouldn't be all these shows and we wouldn't be uh it wouldn't be so easy for us to keep doing what we're doing uh if it wasn't for all the great support we get uh from our donors so uh big big thanks to them and uh, if you are one big big thanks to you um and i got a that, question for the bike shop cx i haven't uh-oh. had a question for them for a while um okay i've got a really stuck bottom bracket guys i think i'm drilling it out am i messing up should I not be drilling it out? Do you have some sort of weird, super secret way to get a bottom bracket out? It's totally stripped out. I can't get the tool in there anymore. The tool is gone. The teeth are gone. <laughs> Give me your ideas. Should it's... I should I start with the torch? Should I what? Where should I start? I'm starting with the drill. <laughs> I think. You, well, I don't know. I'm gonna leave it to the professionals. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll I know they're gonna ask for more information, little guys. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna have two questions for you. One is: uh, Is your bottom bracket titanium? Because I have a feeling with no. you, it might be. No, it's, okay. a, it's a steel bike. And it's uh, old uh, Miche Primata track bottom bracket with the campy okay. used as the little campy tool that strips out every bottom bracket. <laughs> Um, so okay, I think I see your problem. Um, yeah, yeah. My other question you've already answered. I was going to be: Is it a goofy fill wood bottom bracket? Because I could also see you doing that. No, I've killed all my fill woods. They're all they're all they're just they're just naked spindles in a drawer in the basement without any <laughs> bearings or shells attached to them anymore. They all need to be sent back to fill um, for the tragic. full for the full rebuild. I think you just need to. Give them a proper burial in the backyard. No, no, no. They'll they'll come around one of these days. They'll come around. Okay. All right. Uh, That is it for the Prem Lap this week. And uh, so let's get back to the show. This is Sarah Goff, U.S. Olympian, and this is the Slow Ride Podcast. 
So we're gonna do a little bike, bike, a little jersey draft. And Tim, Tim's kind of. I know he's really bummed that he's not here for this. Um, yeah, it was his idea. He's yeah, been his, jazzed his about idea. it for like two months. We're gonna draft jerseys from the women's peloton. Should we take? So what, before we even start, should we take Tim's favorite jersey just off, off? Yeah, so he I think get that's upset? a good idea. <laughs> just, just like it's off limits. No one can. Call. We'll just give it to him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, So we're going to do this draft the regular way. Oh, we're going. Go on. Go. Well, I was going to say, should we draft for Tim as if he was here, or should we just uh, do a three-person draft? I think we should do a three-person draft and just and just yeah, just okay. All right, that's fine. And uh, so normal, normal uh, top corner draft corner uh, rules are are applying. Yeah, uh, serpentine route. you know, one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three, uh, until we go. We're going to do five, five jerseys deep, top five. Sure. I'm fine with okay. that. So that's, um, uh, that's 15 total. That should be fine. And we're and doing this is a tricky one because, um, the women's jerseys are, they're good. There's lots of really good ones to choose from. Um, and only a couple of stinkers. So there's a lot of blue ones. There is a lot of blue, which is is kind of was kind of the, I mean the men's peloton's also a lot of blue right now, I guess, and has been for a bit too. So and a lot of red. There's a lot of red in the men's peloton as well. Yeah, I love it's, the I love the um, EF Education First Dray Pack presented by Cannondale Slipstream Sports and crowdfunding jerseys. Me too. Interesting. Me too. You, Interesting. They stand out, you know. There's a lot of controversy around that pick. Um, I, that was that was actually taken first in our men's uh yep, our it's men's the best. jersey draft. It's the best jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, um so I get so to go first? If you want, you can go first or if you want you can pick. So if you want to go third, then you get two picks in a row. So whatever you want. I think as the guest, you you get the pick. The pick okay. of picks. I'm going to go third. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting so strategy. Gonna, so we're gonna say like right off the bat that Cervello Bigla is Tim's. Yeah, it's Tim's. That's it's Tim's. Off the table. It's an honorary memorial pick. It is gonna be off the off the table. Yeah. Um, little guy, do you want to like flip a coin? Like, what do you want to do here? Um, because uh, we know what happens actually when we give you first pick. Uh, it goes horribly wrong. No, I've got. I mean, I'm. I think I'm gonna go. I, mean, I, I think I'm going to go with an obvious pick if I go first. Do you, you want to rock, paper, scissors this? What do you want to uh, do? Yeah, let's do it. Our internet connection is so crappy that it will probably okay. be perfect. Is, is All right, so a, we'll go on one, three. So we'll one, do two, like three, one, shoot. two, three, and then shoot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Ready. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like you cheated, but whatever, you can go. I didn't. Scissors. I think you were faking a slow internet connection so you could see my paper, but whatever. All right. Your paper was a little bit off camera. I I would have never saw it. All right. So first pick uh, for me. Man, this is a lot of pressure. Um, Last time we did a Jersey draft, uh, when we had uh, Dan Craven on the show, um, we just did all jerseys of all time. And I threw one women's jersey on there, and it was the Wiggle high five team but that's a really it good was, kit yeah i think it's really good but i think it was better when they 
Yeah, when they had the orange stripe kind of across the middle, I liked it better uh, than I do currently. So I think I'm going to go in a different direction. Okay. And I think I'm going to take the... Uh, man. I think I'm going to take the track drops team uh, with the very first pick. Wow. Whoa. Bold All strategy. Right. Okay. I mean, that's that's good, but... I, I just like a, a a clean looking, you know, modern kit. I don't know. Yeah. Something about that one I like. Well, I'm really tempted to do something stupid, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go with the Canyon SRAM <laughs> kit. I was wondering if the Canyon SRAM would be first. So yeah. that was that was my debate. I kind of thought Spencer those would two. go that one. It's, yeah. just, it's a good kit. It's got a it lot is going a, it's on. It's a really it's good. good kit. That, it was going to be my first pick, so I guess this is what I get for putting myself third. Yeah. Well, but now you get now you get two. I mean, it's quantity over quality. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. There's a lot of good options still out there. Okay. Well, you guys now have taken two of my top three. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm gonna go with um, virtue. Oh, right. I love their kit. I just think That's it's a good one. like. Also, they they have really sweet glosses. I don't the they I can't remember what brand of glosses they are, but they look so cool with the kit. Um, so that kind of really like that kit. But yeah, it's I like that it's just like very simple. Um, and then the next one I'm gonna pick is going to be okay. This is hard. Are you gonna get in trouble if you don't pick your own kit? I know. I was gonna say rally. I mean, our <laughs> kits are really, really good looking. You know what? I am they gonna. Are good kids. I'm gonna say rally because uh, our kids are to, like, sweet. Guilty into it, no, no, okay. I, I have it circled. It's kit number three in my top. <laughs> okay. So cool. Yeah, I, I, it is a really good kit. It's very it like organized, and I like that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. organized, simple. I, I would have picked it if you didn't. So, but. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Ooh, this is tough. There's some crazy stuff on here. I just want to make Tim mad, so I'm gonna go with the Cipollini kit. Oh man, the Cipollini. Oh god, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's good though. It 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 spans that gap of of bad cycling jersey to good cycling jersey and being really, horrendous. really. Yeah, there's, there's just some classics. <laughs> there's just some jerseys that are so bad that as you're horrified, and then five minutes later you're like. Yeah, I can kind of see why I'd wear that. No. See, the thing about that kit is that it's an Italian team. So if it was Asian, I would understand the flowers. If it was like Hawaiian based, I would understand the flowers. But they're Italian, so I don't oh, understand those the flowers. flowers. You're right. Yeah, but anyway, you just picked like it. Jellyfish it's over. That it exploded or something. Yeah, still well, doesn't right, make well, sense. I'll <laughs> live with it. Uh, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Um. So, all right, so I get two in a row now uh, with my last uh, pick here, the second round, and then the first pick of the third round. And I think uh, since I have two in a row, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use these two picks to stick it to both Little Guy and to Tim. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to choose um, with, I guess with the last pick of the second round, I'm going to choose the FDJ kit. Uh, oh, that's a good jerk. One. It's so classic. That was my next it's, pick. It's an excellent kit. Um, it's always looked good, and I'm really excited that the women's team uh, carries on that tradition and didn't do something weird like make it pink. The shorts yeah. were white last year. It was pretty bad. 
but they're blue this well, year. It's much better. Can't win them all, I guess. Um, I bet for the first race of the year, the white shorts were super pro. And then oh, for the second race of the strade? year, eh, it was getting a little tough. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. right that's true. Well, if you, if, you, okay. if you have the white bibs and you don't have white saddles, you're going to run into trouble like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so 10 minutes down the road. Um, yeah. So uh, with the with the starting the third round here, I'm gonna take the movie star kit off the team oh, or off the uh, off the chart. Movie star, not necessarily my favorite kit, but it does look good, and it's got that connection to the world tour teams, which I like. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a bone to movie star for for starting a women's team and supporting it, and um, also just to stick it to Tim because he's not here to pick it himself. <laughs> All right. Well, in the same vein. Kind of want to pick the Astana just to be contrary, but I want to pick the Lotto Sedal kit because it, okay. it looks good on Red the men. Lotto. It looks good on the women. It's just a classy kit, um, which is interesting wrong. because I'm pretty sure when I picked that kit on the men's side, I got a lot of trash talk from both well, of you guys. But it looks better on the girls, though. Well, well, that's true. yeah. But I feel like at, so it's still a good kit. But like judging it on before the men's one, it's like I feel like it's gotten worse every year. Like they've changed it a little bit, but it, they started yeah. out with such a solid, simple jersey that they can keep messing it up, kind of like FTJ has been, and it's still good. They've got a lot of room mm-hmm. to wiggle, let's yeah. say. But whereas some, like the Capolini kit that I picked, is perfection, but if you change one thing, it's all over. Perfection? <laughs> I don't know if you can wish. <laughs> it's such a oh. fine line. It's a knife edge. Yeah. See, when I was like putting together this picture of all the jerseys, the what I actually thought was like, oh man, there's like three really good ones, and then the rest are just like awful. There's some pretty awful total Euro jumbles on here. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) So is it my turn? Yep, it is. Yeah, you're gonna get two in a row. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna go with the wiggle kit. I like it. Yeah, I love how clean it is. Um, and then the next one I'm going to pick is going to be the, um, ooh, shoot. I was like, <laughs> I, I was on a roll. I knew exactly what I wanted to, um, I'm going to go with the Mitchelton Scott kit. <sighs> I like that one. All right. That's been kind of growing was, on that me. That was, yeah, that was going to be my next pick. It, it's been growing on me a little bit too, but I, for, Similar to the uh, like the movie star and the and the FDJ and the Lotto, it it works better on the women's team I think than the men's team for some reason. I don't really like it as a men's jersey, but I do like it in the women's peloton. Yeah, I agree with that. I think because like black in general looks better on women. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I haven't been able to put my finger on it, so I, you know. But yeah. Um, all right. All right. So Wiggle off the board and Mitchelton off the board. Two strong uh, jerseys there, little guy. Not a lot left for you. You're kind of down in the dregs here. <laughs> uh, I think there's three decent kits left. There's maybe four. <laughs> um, I kind of like the. Uh, I'm gonna save that. No one's gonna pick that. I'm gonna take United Healthcare. It's simple. Really? It's nice. It's not yeah, amazing, about- but it looks good. Let's talk about your kits that have gotten a little bit worse every year. Yeah, yeah, maybe. The but one, the one that they had good. that was like half blue and half white was yes. really nice. Yeah. 
Yes. But then this one is like, especially when they're riding around in their winter stuff, it's literally like the leg warmers are blue, the yeah. gloves are blue, the helmets are blue, and they just mm-hmm. look like they're just so blue. It's insane. Kind of like Smurfs. Smurfs. Yeah. They are Smurfs. Yeah. yeah. Also, kinda... the butt panel is completely see-through. Oh. Just, to, just in case anyone was wondering. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that is unfortunate. That gives the writers that confidence they need to get out there and really. Oh wait, no, not at they all. They might have fixed mm-hmm. it actually. They, I think they fixed it. But la- the beginning of last year was like, oh man, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We've all been there. We've all gotten our new kits, new kit day, and you're very excited, and then you're then very you, let down. Yeah, it all it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, it's UHC off the board. I'm gonna get two picks in a row here with the last pick of the uh, round four and the first pick of round five, which will be my final pick. So I can't mess this up. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Not a lot left. Uh, not a tough. lot left. It's starting to look kind of NASCAR-ish. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take um, a turn here in my strategy. My strategy has been to take solid looking kits, and now I'm just gonna go for the strongest teams that I can get uh, <laughs> to try and just win over votes, like Twitter uh, love from people just based on teams they've heard of. Um, so I'm gonna take Sunweb uh, off the board. Um, with my last pick of round four, Sunweb. Not the best, but solid. Nothing really wrong with it. A little boring. I still just always think of Michael Matthews when I see it, and it just doesn't doesn't work for me. (laughs) What is with the Michael Matthews thing? He nicknamed himself Bling. That's just so offensive to me. That's the only reason? Okay. That's the main reason. Uh, No, I'll admit he's a really good rider. Um and and probably a really nice guy. But he could be a really nice guy. Just the fact that he decided to call himself Bling. I was mm. from the get go. I was like, I don't like that guy. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> I'm sure uh, at someday I'll get the chance at a race to meet him or something, and I'll 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 be like, oh, he's really nice. He's really charming. Oh, he's great. You know, and then and then it'll all fall all away. So yeah. Um, and then with my uh, well, you can just think of it. You need to you need to shift your you need to have a paradigm shift, little guy. You need to stop thinking of bling and start associating with uh, Corinne Rivera. Or no, Ruth that's Winter. True. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it, Leah Kirchman. Any any total, choice is better. You're totally right. I shouldn't. Oh. I shouldn't paint anyway. the team with this blingy brush. <laughs> uh, and then with my final pick, uh, first pick of the last round uh, of our draft, I'm going to go with Bulls Dolman. I can't believe uh, the last of that. Pretty. One. A pretty bad kit, not great, not very exciting. But I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on the strength of their uh, uh, national championship kits when yeah, they I was have gonna national say, champions. There's only like three of the riders that are actually wearing the orange kit. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think it's that bad of a kit. It's not the greatest, but I, I, I'm surprised. It's it just not exciting. Deep. They had a way yeah. better design like two years ago, I think, or even last year. The design was a lot better. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they, like a bigger white panel than they or do. They just do a really good job with the with the national champ kits. I think they've they've always done good, and maybe it's because they have so many that I see I see them so often. But uh, yeah, yeah, they they do a good job with that. So I'm gonna lean on that for my last pick. And little guy, you're you're up next. Last pick. All right, there are some bad kits 
Here, I um, there's the one that's got the or the gold sleeves. Oh yeah, the Sarah the Sarah Story <laughs> Project Racing or whatever. That's kind of terrible, but kind of it reminds me of the old uh, foot long footer whatever that team was that Spanish men's team. Oh, Futon, um, yeah. It, in in a way, so I don't. I kind of want to take it, but kind of not. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Park Hotel Vulcanburg kit. <laughs> I oh, think. All right. It's okay. got it's got a different thing going on than everybody else. It's got that. It's got it's got the kind of Lines. triangle thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean nobody else is doing that really. So uh, at least they tried something different, and they got the the bands on the sleeve. I don't know what's up with that, but they tried with their kind of mashed up. Kit. I'm into that. Do we know anything about this team? Like, who are they? What do they do? Um, they're one of they're pretty much the for lack of a better association, the United Healthcare of Belgium. Oh, okay. Hmm. So okay. yeah, they they have a lot of really good riders that then go and ride on bulls, for example. <laughs> okay. So they're a bulls feeder team. Yeah, they're. But they don't want to be probably. Like <laughs> even though are. we don't have like pro uh pro tour pro continental wait world tour continental pro continental we don't have those but if we were to have them park hotel valkenberg would be pro continental like they get into all the world tour races they're they're really mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. yeah but they're good oh, sorry they're not, not like... belgian dutch they're they're okay. like the uhc dutch version okay. they're, they're not like okay. comfortest they're not like a crappy team that gets into all the world tour races. They're, they're a good team that gets into the world tour races. Sort of. They're thing. like a solid top 20. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Like I, they don't win very many races, but the riders like are good enough that other teams see them and pick them up. <laughs> it's a good place to be, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it my turn? All right. Yeah. Last pick. So this is it. The grand finale. Yeah, really, really slim pickings for the for the last bit. Um, it's but I'm really gonna slim. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Wow Deals um, because oh. Oh, okay, yeah, they had they had three different designs, and then they let their fans vote on which one would be their team kit. Really, and I just think that's like kind of a cool idea because we're the ones who have to look at them the whole year, so. It's yeah. cool. the, the the jersey I voted for didn't win, but it's a like good yeah good involvement for fans and stuff. So, mm. right. do you think the Not- large empty patch on that kid is just waiting for fifty other sponsors to jump on board, or just they the massive green spot, massive green yeah. stomach? Yep. <laughs> zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so if anyone listening has a little extra cash and wants to write their name in green. That's Mariana Voss's team, so. Yeah. You can't go wrong sponsoring her, really. Can we, can nice. we like, do, like, a bonus round and pick the worst kits? Oh, yeah, let's oh. do it. Let's do it. I've got one. <laughs> you, do you want to go first since you, you, you brought it up? I think you should get first pick. Oh, man. There's just so many. Um... <laughs> I I feel bad doing this because I actually have a couple friends on this team and I really this team is really great people. But uh, the WNT rotor ah. kit has yep. what looks like the silhouette of like a factory is that on what it that is? on the okay. belly. I believe that's what it is because WNT is like 
I think like an energy company or something like that. And so it's like a, there's like smokestacks on their mm-hmm. belly. That's my choice for worst. See, I, that's pretty bad. I was going to go with the one uh, in our in our visual guide here that you put right to the right of it, Story Racing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. That's that that one kit. that one is Midwest Cat Five team. Mm-hmm. It reminds way. me of like a jo- like a Joker from like a court like a court court jester. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was. Yeah. I get visions of like a a novelty Grateful Dead jersey. No. <laughs> it does. It does sort of look like somebody ha- likes the dead. Didn't really know how to use <laughs> that that um, feeling to make a jersey and messed up mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. Now the jerseys are getting too good, Spencer. I know. I guess we picked all the really bad ones. Those are the worst um, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's the worst one, uh, you know, uh, out there. But um, can I can I pick this Stradali team kit with the gold sleeves as being the worst oh, yeah, one? That sure. was the one that think, went viral a couple years ago. Oh, they were the ones. Oh with yes, the, with the, mm-hmm. yeah. same team. Well, th- this yeah, is a huge I mean, improvement then. Yeah, it it is. It's it's a better kit, Still but not it, good, uh, yeah. Though. Anything no. with a Stradali on it, I'm going to automatically say is pretty tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they have like a sparkling water sponsor because it looks like there's bubbles on it. Yeah, I was wondering what that. Oh, those are, are those oh, feet? Oh, feet. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, they're feet. Yeah, those are feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. But they're, okay, I'm feeling good about this abstract. pick. This is a good pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a fun awesome. game. Thanks for including me. <laughs> no, yeah. thanks. Well, thanks for go. doing it. And thanks so much. Well, um,. We'll have to throw this up on our Tumblr or something um, so people can see this great visual guide you made up for us so that we could easily pick through the great and the terrible. My roommate yeah. was like, what are you doing? Why are you <laughs> screenshotting so many things? <laughs> Love it. Um, well, we, we, uh, we've burned up a, an hour here, uh, which is our normal time. We had yeah. a couple of emails and, and some things we wanted to get to, but... Uh, I guess we'll just have to push those out to episode 200. So if you sent us an email and uh, you haven't heard from us or you put in a review on iTunes, uh, you'll probably be on the big show. So it it's a blessing in disguise that uh, this ran a little bit long. So um, Can I answer Abby, one of the emails, um, though, real quick? Oh, I'm not a lefty, sure. but I play guitar lefty. There you go. Here's a, I, can, I am a lefty, and I play guitar right. See, we're a wacky podcast. We're all backwards. Everything's all messed up. Um, Abby, uh, thank you, obviously, for joining us. This was this was a ton of fun. Um, people, you, I know you mentioned your podcast earlier, uh, but you should plug it again. Let people know where we can find you uh, if they want to learn more about women's cycling and, uh, and, and insider information about it. Yeah, um, you can find the Vox Women Insider podcast on the Apple Apple iTunes, on um, Spotify, and on SoundCloud. And um, follow Vox Women, V-O-X Women, on Twitter, because we actually mm-hmm. are going to be at all of the Ardennes races covering the races. So Awesome. Yeah, so we'll have a person on, in the, usually they're in a follow car following the race um or at the finish and tweeting all the fun stuff just in case there's no live uh race because uh this year has been amazing literally every single women's world tour race has have had 
live coverage of more than 40k yeah. yeah like it's usually been the whole race basically um so i really hope we keep that going but in yeah. the like probability the probability that we'll have the all three of the ardennes i feel like is low but we will tweet all the links and everything so people can watch um so follow box women Great. yep yeah awesome awesome, awesome. and i talk a, about toms in every single podcast as well so <laughs> We do too, uh, not not as much as we talk about Hincapi, I guess. Is maybe it's a little uh, more subtle with Tom's, you but we try that, to like, we try to sneak it Hincapi's in. Hincapi is the reason that Tom's and I met. So, what really? Yeah, huh. there's the Hincapi plug. You hadn't talked about him all episode, so there you go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow, he's a match. We're gonna have too. to. Wow, really yeah, is. we're gonna have to get that story. Uh, maybe next time you're on the show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, we're hoping to have you back. Like. I don't know, regularly once a month, something. I don't know. We'll figure that out, but uh, we definitely want to want to keep this going um, because you know we we women's racing is great and people need to know more. But I think the big problem is people don't know where to find it or they don't know who who they're watching. You know what to watch for. So mm-hmm. um, I think this would be a great thing to uh, to do some education. Yeah, so, I'd love to come back. Um, I'm really happy so. to have joined you guys for i thought i was going to be episode 200 so i was excited but that's okay (laughs) (sighs) yeah sorry about that this is like almost better i mean you (laughs) it's okay um but yeah i'll uh i'd love to come back talk more women's racing i mean the best part about not knowing anything about it is that everyone's an underdog (laughs) you can cheer for them all (laughs) except for the one in the in the rainbow jersey same 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 for women yeah 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 oh it'll be it'll be give me the give me that feeling of first watching men's racing in like 2002 like, yeah wow. exactly yeah tactics are way different in women's racing we can get into that later <laughs> okay, oh yeah right. i can't wait we'll we'll, we'll get deep this was just cool. a, a cursory uh kind of intro so um but uh yeah we appreciate you being here and um yeah, we want to thank all the listeners for tuning in for sticking with us for another hour um we want to thank bk1 uh of rhyme Sayers entertainment for his use of the track tema de cannibal off the album radio de cannibal uh for our intro and outro music um we want to thank everybody for tweeting at us at the slow ride pod or emailing us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com um shoot us uh, an email if you got any questions if you uh have any insights on anything uh we should generally try to get all that on the show uh when we can uh we want to thank health iq um healthiq.com slash slow ride for being a huge supporter of the show and uh if you haven't already click uh subscribe in, in apple podcasts and uh give us a review um we are gonna sign off now uh tim is normally in orlando uh but couldn't be here tonight uh i am spencer in boston i'm matt in minneapolis i'm abby in boulder and uh, we will uh, see you guys on the green line. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Butts.